And currently we have 29 degrees in Appomattox in Roanoke, 30 degrees, 28 in Lynchburg and in Bedford. Got a text from somebody listening to us on the app and Harrisonburg says it's 22 there. Really? Burr. Wow. Bundle up. That side of the Shenandoah Valley or that side of the mountain. Cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's usually about, because um, my, my family lives over in that uh, Lexington, mm-hmm. Stanton area. And even in the summertime, uh, yeah. it, it would be about almost 10 degrees cooler over Isn't there. That something? Yeah. They definitely get the snow on that side. Although, you know, going home yesterday. And ice. They get yeah, ice, yeah, the too. ice, too, right. I was, you know, coming out at 811 right there at 221. And what a beautiful view of the mountains. And then you go down just a little ways and you look over. I wanted to stop and take a picture because, like, the mountain range that was closest to us had no snow. But the mountain range behind it had snow all over it. Mm -hmm. So it was so interesting looking and you guys have been sending us some really uh texting us some really yeah. cool photos and we appreciate that because yeah. we enjoy looking at that yeah, we do. i also enjoy looking at photos of your pets yes. your cows your llamas and your mules make sure your dogs are fully clothed okay i mean those some of those pictures were <laughs> somebody, just <laughs> somebody said somebody said um uh, it was showed a, a chihuahua in a sweater and right. it says uh all i want for christmas is toys i repeat toys no clothes <laughs> he did not look happy well i can tell you oliver had his sweater on before i left today well now but I mean, my boys will wear their sweaters yeah sometimes because they do get cold yeah and you know and now winston's losing weight so we don't have as much yeah, you know yeah. chubbiness in- insulation on there right <laughs> so they don't mind sweaters and they have little sweatshirts they don't mind those right and you start putting hat stuff on them right and they are like too far yeah, too far I'm drawing the line yeah well you know some dogs like you know sunglasses and that kind of stuff well you know, but just do they like them or do they tolerate well, them i think they tolerate them. trying to put a sweater on a cat is an interesting adventure so the picture you, the picture you showed no, I have never oh, tried. Okay. No, my my cats would they they only have rear claws. Okay, we had their front. Yeah, cat, right. Cuz they're inside Cuz they're inside. But uh anyways, the rear claws work really well. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and they can manage to and make And they know it how to get them up there. Yeah, they they sure do. So you had a picture the other day of a cat being led down like a hallway in a police department <laughs> and that cat had to be every bit of 35 pounds. <laughs> I mean, it was huge. And they It was were, like like me being <laughs> me being uh, carried out of the golden corral after getting my money's worth right. or something like that but like it looked like a grown person it really like did because grader. there was an officer on either side mm-hmm. one holding up one arm and the cat's walking on its hind legs and it's ginormous it was so big i don't i don't know obviously that was like i don't know what was going on there it was a funny meme. Though. It was Jessica the cat on steroids. Right. Because some cats are very, very... Yeah. Like, I had a Maine Coon mm-hmm. cat, and I didn't realize how big they would get. Okay. And yeah. when I took Murphy for her first vet uh, vet visit, yeah, he said, so are you aware of how big this cat's going to be? And I was like, well, I mean, you know, cat, I don't know. And... Uh, Apparently, my paws were like big, really big paws. And right. he's like, well, you know, she's going to grow into these paws. And she was. She was a big girl, for sure. So can you tell how big a cat's going to be when it's, like, you, you can look, look at, at their, paws? You can look at their paws and, and, and see that they're, you know, it, they're going to grow into that eventually. Right. Yeah. 
Let's, so. let's hope for the best on this one. Uh, Janet referring to Jessica the cat. I have a cat named Jessica. She has a weight problem. She's overweight. Uh, which sucks when you have an overweight animal because when people come over, no one blames the animal. <laughs> they look at you and they go, what the hell did you do to this thing? And my wife and I, we tried. We did the diet kibble, the special diet formula kibble, and you're only supposed to give them this much and that's all they eat. And we tried that. But my cat Jessica would come into bed at two in the morning and stand on my head, all 22 and a half pounds of her, all four paws right there just going, Meh! right into my ear. Meh! And I was like, yeah, you're right. The diet is over. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, you have to fight through that. Because I've gone through that with Winston. Winston, who just flips the bowl and flips the bowl, right. flips the bowl, and flip. Now we don't have the metal bowl right now, right? Because so it's, not it's, as loud. it's Christmas time. We have gone to our Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer oh, retro bowls. Okay. Yes, yes, good idea. So they, yeah, they're not as loud. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like how they clang. You know, their metal cups. That's in the, exactly in what the it's gel like. Bars, you know, right. or over at San Quentin. <laughs> You're not getting anything out of me, copper. Yeah, it's that. It's exactly like that. All right. Well, as we all know, the holidays can be a little bit stressful. Especially if you have a cat named Jessica. A, or, or, or a pup named Winston. Right. Yeah, either way. Um, and sometimes, if, if particularly if you're like me and you are like to be the entertainer, it can be a little stressful if you want to cook everything from scratch for the holidays. Um, and I do most things from scratch. But look, there are certain things. That I will that I will buy. One of the things this article says is repeat after us. There's absolutely no shame in store bought. I would agree mm-hmm. with that conditionally. Right. I would agree with that. Uh, some things can be homemade, but to keep your sanity, not everything mm. has to be homemade. Pick and choose your battles. I say this all the time. Right. Uh, maybe you make the main dish, but you purchase the desserts. Uh, some foods lend themselves better to others to a store-bought swap. Think box stuffing. No, thank you. Uh, veggie trays. I'm okay with that. Or yeah. charcuterie boards. That's not really ah! cooking anyway. I want the swirl Christmas tree charcuterie. That's what I'm going for. That's the, what we're doing. That's what I'm, oh, we're doing. Is that a, Christmas Eve? We're doing a charcuterie tree is what we're is calling Christmas it. Eve? Yeah, Christmas Eve. What you, time? You're welcome. What time? Be there by five. We have an event to be at. Can we blow in, say hi, Take a few branches and leave. <laughs> no, rude. <laughs> Dang. Uh, it says, even if Maybe you want to make year. homemade dishes, every single part of it doesn't have to come from scratch. In general, keep the focus on the exciting parts. People aren't usually that excited about eating the pie crust. Nail the filling. You'll have happy guests. See, this is my sister from another mister. I right. agree with all this right. that they're saying, except for the stuffing <laughs> comment. That's barbaric. Uh, number barbaric. two. Barbaric. Wow. Yes, be real about your bandwidth and delegate accordingly. If you're hosting the holiday dinner and you know you won't have the time to cook more than one or two dishes, they recommend turning it into a potluck. Outsourcing allows you to focus on making the event memorable in other ways, like decorations and a nice playlist. Okay. Uh, Start prepping early. Absolutely. Pros confirm it's never too early to start prepping for the holiday. You know how I fix the bandwidth at my house? I wear my stretchable jeans. <laughs> That's because you're allowing that extra five pounds <laughs> through the right, holidays. Right. That's right. I, it's kind of like the poles. They're within five either way. All right. Usually on the heavy side. Right. 
Uh, they recommend things like pre-chopping the hearty vegetables like Brussels sprouts, carrots, celery, which will hold up in the in the fridge for a few days. I do all of this. All this stuff that they're saying is something that, I, that I'll do. As a matter of fact, if you're doing Brussels sprouts, they're tastier if you prep them ahead of time, put them over in the baggie, mm-hmm. drizzle them with the olive oil, season them, and let them sit there for a couple of days, and then roast oh, them. okay. They actually taste better. Gotcha. Uh, keep in mind that there are a handful of dishes that you shouldn't prep in advance, uh, for sure, like, you know, mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Um, but there are a lot of things that you can, you know, do the prep work early on. Get your kitchen ready. Get your kitchen as Get clean as it can. Okay. Make a list of all the necessary appliances, tools, or containers while you're planning your menu. Assemble them in one easy spot so they're there when you need them. Mm-hmm. Gather all your recipes into one easy access place. Pinterest is great for this. If okay. you um, if you're starting with some new recipes, I have my little blue Bible that I go by. I'll reorganize uh, that way. Right. Read through your recipes beforehand. Make sure there aren't any surprises. Use a few tricks to keep your counters clean. This is good. Uh, she says she keeps a quarter sheet pan by that she puts soiled tools on so they don't get the counters messy. Ah, uh, okay. She also brings her trash can and compost bucket to her work area. So she doesn't have to trek across the kitchen to throw too many things away. Right. And if your oven isn't in use, it can be an excellent spot for storing whatever you don't have room for. Okay. And they say embrace quirky gatherings. Skip the sit-down meal. Keep it more casual. All right. And we usually do more buffet-style you right. know, kind of things rather than right. the fancy sit-down because mm-hmm. there's usually so many of us. Yeah. Uh, but it, it all that's good advice. Almost all of my stuff is due ahead this year, so I don't feel very stressed at all well, about it. I think that um, I was thinking during that when you when you started talking about it, we did a fresh market meal, mm-hmm. and that was the one I, I, I had a lot of stress because I didn't know how to shop at fresh market. Okay. I'd only been in there twice, but say I was following my wife. And, is there a wrong way to shop they, at fresh market? Well, the only time I diverted is when they had the free samples. And then I, <laughs> then I lost track of her, had to text her in the Got building. It. But, well, there is a, there is. When Chances it, are she's always going to be able to find you, though. So right. she goes where the samples are. Right. So. That's what uh, you used to tell children. If you get lost, you just stay put. I'll find you. Right. No, it's a good idea. So I couldn't figure out how to put these prepackaged meals together because they weren't prepackaged. You had to get them from two different parts of the shelf and they weren't packaged like I thought they would be. So I, I had a meltdown mm. at Fresh Market here a couple of months ago and a little over a month ago. But it was worth it was worth the wait because all of us ate, uh, you know, Kara and me and her mom and dad and then we had food left over and I think we spent 29 bucks. Oh. You know, so it was like, wow. Yeah, that's a pretty good know, deal. Yeah, that's a deal. Especially so, from there. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I know they're a little pricey and they have their certain days like meats on sale on Tuesdays or something. Right. I don't know. I don't go there. But um, but anyways, I would consider something like that, you know, for like a Christmas Eve thing. But I think we're getting, I think, I think. Yeah. We're, well, we're doing lasagna, lasagna Christmas Day. See, if I came to your house, I'd have lasagna two days in a row. You could. That's then, right. Because we're doing the whole Italian thing this year. Then my bandwidth would go beyond. Even further. <laughs> my five pounds and my belt wouldn't have enough loops left in it. <laughs> hey, I want to mention this real quick for one of our uh, loyal listeners yeah. at Virginia Sheds. Uh, Chris is uh, is very 
much a part of the Morning Jam family. They are doing an event this weekend. Uh, they're at their location, mm-hmm. uh, 1030 West Lynchburg Salem Turnpike in Bedford. And they're having all kinds of things brought in, lots of vendors and things like that. Uh, vendors, fire pits, food trucks, Christmas decorations. Uh, it's going to be uh, Saturday starting at 3 and Sunday starting at 3. Oh, wow. That if looks like a to, fun event. Yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be fun. Uh, and it's going to be this coming weekend only. So okay. If you get a chance, go by and say hello to Chris. Chris, I got a show to do, so I won't be able to pop by and see you this weekend, but I'll get by there soon. And I'll be in Charlottesville, mm-hmm. apparently with some uh, surprises yeah, coming with I, the Nutcracker, I, according heard, to what you said. I've heard from folks who saw the Nutcracker this past weekend and said it was uh, it was very, you know, bound chicken wow wow in places. Really? Yeah. If they had anything. Oh, interesting that you're playing Tina Turner. Tina Turner lookalikes. With Private dancer. <laughs> One lady said, I thought poles were going to drop from the ceiling. I didn't know what was happening. Like, for the nutcracker? The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. album to listen to uh casey musgraves does have a, a really good one although you know she's got a couple of tear jerkers on there too oh really okay. that uh, that she does uh christmas always makes me cry mm. very sweet song but it's a little sad yeah you know and but, but i think it's i think it's sad because it resonates with you yeah, so especially much. as you get older yeah you know you know what makes me cry what a christmas show that is just spot on with the the Christmas story, much like what happened, you know, at Preston Wood Baptist Church. Okay, so this, you're showing me this. You, yeah. you guys need to look this up to get the truly. Type in Gift of Christmas 2023 Drummer Boy. Yeah. Preston Wood Baptist. So apparently they do these big extravaganzas yeah. every year mm-hmm. and bring in thousands and thousands and thousands of people. People, yeah. And is this the first one they've done since COVID? Is this their... Well, no, this just happens to be this year. This so, is this year. be. it could be... They, I knew they'd had to cancel a yeah, couple because cancel. of COVID. Yeah. Okay. So... So maybe they've just been storing it all up and they're using all the ideas. are epileptic, and I am not, but watching the video, it was like... I will tell you, like I struggle with watching the... Watching somebody weld or something, the lights are flashing I so struggle much. with the living Christmas tree and right. the living cross sometimes. Right. I, like, I'll, I'll, I've had to leave a couple of times... Just because it will trigger a headache. Right. 
um, when it gets. But that's nothing compared to this oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the song Little Drummer Boy, I'm counting five, but I think there's a total of six drummers. And this is a huge auditorium, so keep this in mind. Yeah, this it's, has it's more like a ceiling. coliseum. Right. Size. These drummers are descending, uh-huh. and there's at least six of them that we can see in this part of the video. They're descending over the crowd, banging on their drums. And there's a bunch of people dancing on the, the, you know, it's like a choreography on the on the main stage. But these guys are, you know, last time I saw somebody sort of do something wacky and fun was, was pink. Well, uh, I, I got to see back in the day, um, Newsboys. She, she does that a lot. Oh, pink okay. will descend. No, she dis- she'll, yeah. she'll come down. Newsboys did this aerobatics thing where they were spinning on this big, huge wheel. And there was a drum set, and the stage came up and turned vertical, and their drums were bolted to the, and they were playing. That was the craziest thing I ever saw. And then I saw this. Of course, remember Garth Brooks came out over the, he was one of the first ones, and then Pink, of course. Yeah. But it's like, is it too much? Is it? Well, at some point, I've been to churches, I've visited churches before that, the production was so over the top right. that I almost felt like it was, I don't want to say sacrilegious, but it was um, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. It was cringy. Right. Because it felt like it was more, look at me, mm-hmm. pointing to themselves more than pointing towards the one that we're there for. Right. Um, so it, personally, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I think... And, and there were a lot of people that once, you know, when we started getting away from hymns and going yeah. more towards the um, the praise teams and things like that, mm-hmm. there were a lot of people that warned of this very thing right. uh, happening that we're, you know, we're going to be more about the the show, less about the substance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure enough, you end up with these songs that have you know, seven lines and you sing it 27 times right. and that's it. and. I, I don't know. I I have found, and maybe it's but they're I'm, getting a lot of pushback with this one. Yeah, I, maybe it's because I'm getting older. I mean, I still love, you know, good rock music. I mean, well, yeah, but if you want that, you go. You'll go to that, right? But you know? I, I still think the sacred needs to have an element of Space. sacredness. Yeah, I mean, you can do some over the because of the you know the living Christmas trees. What I remember, you know, when I first got here, and they did some. They did some things that were pushing the envelope, you know, for Thomas Road, certainly, but even for churches. But it always came back to that message. Mm-hmm. There was always that thread. Right. And, and I don't want to judge this church on this one performance, but this is like, wow. But there's a, but I do think there's something to be learned from it. Right. You know? Um, I mean, we, we plan on going to the Christmas Spectacular next year. We were just were not able to make it work this year uh, because I we do enjoy it. You know, we enjoy the Nutcracker. We enjoyed Sunday night at our church. It was it was Seven cla- Eleven songs. Yes, Seven Eleven songs. That's yeah. right. Cla- we had a classic experience Sunday night. Like I said, the songs were sung in Latin, some of them, mm-hmm. and but we did some sacred hymns, and it was an orchestra and, well, and you choir. Know, that's one of the things that we do with these shows up at Second Stage. They are very simple mm-hmm. shows, just very talented musicians, talented singers. Um, in a, a very quaint, small space. I mean, you can only get so many people in right, that in right. that building. It's like an old church. It is, yeah. And um, but there's something. 
it's interesting to see young people how how young people will connect because they're so overstimulated in so many ways right just to have someone simply standing there telling you a story right. pulling you in engaging you yeah. uh or being able to hear three-part harmonies mm-hmm. and hear live music see somebody play a fiddle or a guitar right. or right. a um that's something that kids lots of times don't get to see up yeah. close i think over overstimulation is the proper word is the right for this word video yeah my gosh yeah and I mean, even even with the second part like when we're doing the radio shows mm-hmm. and to see one person change their voice and go from one character to another character in a split second mesmerizes a, a kid yeah, yeah and they and they realize it so it, it's a different way mm-hmm. to stimulate them mm-hmm. and help them understand that there are simple ways other than holding a gadget in your hand right to uh, you know spur your creativity mm-hmm. and and really calm it i think it calms them down in a, a different way yeah. but so it's they say everything old is new again right i'm hoping that we're going to find ourselves circling back to some of those more That's simpler simple things mm-hmm. that's definitely over the top for yeah. sure yeah and it's it's like trans siberian orchestra meets up with you know your local community church or whatever and the you little know, drummer boy right i mean the lighting again i also i saw a thing the other day that said imagine it mary's just gotten jesus down got him settled nice sleep she's gonna get a little bit of rest and then this little drummer boy shows up and said, oh, I know. Let's do a drum solo. That's exactly what he needs. <laughs> Context. Yeah. Well, again, I, I mean, the message of, of, you know, I'm thinking of just the lighting and, and this performance. How many? But what's funny is the Jesus song. Jesus said, you know, talking about feeding the poor, how many poor could be fed? Right. I'm going to make that. Because of that. I'm going to become a liberal and say but something like that. But the whole like point that. of the song is this is a simple, humble gift yes. I have to give you. This is all I have. Yeah. CBS you know? News Brief. Currently 33 degrees in Roanoke, 30 in Bedford, 31 in Lynchburg, 31 in Appomattox. <laughs> I'm getting texts. That somebody texted. That's what Jerry Senior used to call Seven Eleven music, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that's because that's kind of what. It oh is. lordy, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I'm not against all of the. No, no, I'm not either. I'm not either. I, I, there I just think anything music that's really good can go too far. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So anyway, Roanoke nonprofit features uh, featured in NFL my. Cleats My Cause. Oh. Uh, I heard about this encounter that James Brown, the guy that works for CBS, not the singer who's been long gone, uh, James Brown working uh, for CBS Sports for, for many years, was with Fox for a while. Great, great guy. Great Christian man. Um, he met Keith over at Straight Street, and there was obviously some kind of an impression that was made a number of years ago. Uh, in today's good news here at home, NFL player and sport cast, Sports casters go beyond the game to share their support uh, for causes they believe in. CBS sportscaster James Brown chose to help a local nonprofit, Straight Street. My Cause, My Cleats hmm. is a program driven by the NFL to showcase their charitable endeavors to bolster communities nationwide, not limited to their playing areas, you know, regions that they're from, but extending to their hometowns and regions in need. So Roanoke benefiting from that because an encounter that James Brown had with Keith and he saw what Street Street was doing 
back then and still continuing. Great ministry. If you're if you're looking for an organization, and you can talk to the people of Roanoke to find out how legit this organization, Straight Street, is, and you want to make a, a year-end gift, I would strongly suggest this is something that you can do because they're reaching uh, kids at, that are at risk. They're also helping, you know, the human trafficking situation. Right. They have a home that they can't talk about a lot because it's secluded in a certain area, mm-hmm. and they have helped young ladies that have been trafficked get their life back on track and 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 find purpose once again after a tragedy in their life. So Straight Street Roanoke, great organization. Lynchburg City Schools kicked off the week with a new way of getting high schoolers experience while introducing elementary schools to the fun of cosmetology. The uh, cosmetology instructor for Lynchburg City Schools said it was a chance to give back to the LCS community. Uh, kids are growing up and thinking about what they want to do with their careers, and there can be a lot of stress and uncertainty. Uh, LCS is trying to lower that stress by introducing students to work fields at early ages to find out what they want to do in the future. Uh, on Monday, the cosmetology department welcomed third graders from Heritage to get their feet wet in this field. They had met over the summer, came up with the idea for the class to come over and visit our classroom. So instead of just visiting, we wanted to offer them services. That included haircuts, washes, manicures, and braiding, among all the thing, uh, other things, uh, all benefiting the students. Uh, so they've never had an opportunity to step into the child portion of it. So if they can do that for a third grader, they'll be more empowered to do it for the rest of the world when they graduate. Mm. And uh, it wasn't until her counselor introduced her to the idea that she realized her love for the field. All the more reason that she said uh, it's important to get this exposure to younger children. And apparently fun was had by all. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That's good stuff. Here's not so good stuff. Kind okay. of a- not kind of. It is Good a disturbing on. story out of Craig County. Craig County Sheriff's Office has outlined charges against a person who was associated with Craig County Public Schools, but not an employee of the school district, uh, found uh, with child pornography. The, chair, mm-hmm. the Sheriff's Office is investigating a child pornography case against the suspect, whose name has not been released yet. Uh, but is charged with one count of an attempt to possess child pornography. One count of possession of child pornography and two counts of unlawful recording of minors so uh, that investigation continues i'm sure when we can know that name will be released and and just just a cautionary note here about pornography in general because i used to work in this um in this area of ministry trying to help men and there's a thing called threshold and um novelty Mm-hmm. The novelty wears off, so you have to go deeper right. into the twistedness of it all. Right, and not not all. And I'm you know I'm just stating that now. Not all people end up at child pornography, but much like I've believed, and some don't believe that marijuana no, is a gateway but drug. They'll end up in a, a in more depraved areas right. of adult. It, it, oh, oh, certainly there. But then that that gets old. Mm-hmm. The novelty of that wears off, Janet, and some find themselves. Next thing you know, it's child pornography, and, and mm. you wonder how in the world I got here. Right. Um, and there's there's organizations like Proven Men and others out there, Covenant Eyes, to to help those that struggle. And I hate to bring this topic even up, but it's it if we if we just turn our heads and well, look the other way, it's a cautionary story it's, for sure. It's so prevalent among young men and adults. Well, and, and even, even women. women, we're seeing yeah. more and more numbers of of women because right. kids are being 
overtly sexualized at such a young age. Yes, they are. Um, yeah. It, it's a... Yeah, those numbers you, it have is a climbed. daunting task, y'all, uh, to is. be raising kids mm-hmm. right now. No doubt about that. So, okay. So, 840. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just uh, 13 days away from Christmas. Not that I'm having a countdown. I'm not Frosty the Snowman. Ha! I know you hate Frosty. Uh, well, well, okay. I just a strong word. I just don't like playing so many Frosty songs. That's okay. all. It's not Frosty the Snowman that you have the thing against. It's the music about Frosty the Snowman. I just don't think we need to hear 47 versions. versions. Right. Oh, I thought it was 57. Well, whatever. I added 10. It's a, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. of. Uh... Hey, we've been having a lot of stories about colleges out um, and, and some folks getting let go yeah, from yeah. colleges. A man who refers to himself as the professor of peace. Okay has been ousted at Oberlin College. He's been put on uh, indefinite administrative leave. The Ohio-based college removed a former Iran regimen official and religion professor, Muhammad Jafar Matahati, from his teaching position after a three-year pressure campaign from Iranian-Americans who were outraged over his role in covering up the mass murder of at least 5,000 Iranian political prisoners in 1988. Wow. Holy cow. A spokeswoman for the controversial college administration said that uh, Madhati was placed on indefinite administrative leave on November the 28th. Okay. Fox News Digital reported last month that Iran's former U.N. ambassador... Um, was being investigated because this guy was a former UN ambassador Mm -hmm. by the Department of Education for subjecting Jewish students to harassment, including defending the U.S. and EU designated terrorist organization Hamas. Okay. Less than a month later, the college scrubbed its website of his profile. Oh, wow. And deleted a fact sheet in which the college allegedly whitewashed his reported crimes against humanity anti-Semitism and uh, genocidal rhetoric targeted at the Baha'i community in Iran. He is revealed in his title as the Professor of Peace because of his teachings on peace and friendship. Really? Okay. Photographs show... Janet's crying bull here. A little bit. Shows the college removing his nameplate from his office. Mm Mm-hmm. The uh, the Oberlin College president said that her three-year defense of Maratali was no longer tenable. Right. That they have been reeling from a series of scandals since 2020, including his alleged endorsement of fatwa to murder the U.S. Uh, the American British author uh, Samuel Rushdie. You remember all that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, they ended up injuring him. To the point where he lost mm-hmm. his sight out of one eye. Yeah. It's disheartening that it took Oberlin College three years to take this step. Huh. Said a brother to one that was executed in the 1988 killings. Wow. But he's not really been fired. He's just been placed on indefinite leave. So what good does that do? They could bring well, him back. Well, yeah. True. It, it's, it's hard to 
understand what all is in our hiding in our college. Oh, I know. Colleges yeah. and and things, yeah. The things that they're, they're teaching our young people, you know, to hate the country. Well, he's also been things. charged with sexual crimes. Okay, that he made repeated sexual advances, uh, and then he he then, um, he offered a student mm-hmm. sex for good grades. Oh, jeez. He was 43 at the time, was married, had a son. Right. Utilizing his position as a professor to create and maintain a hostile environment of sexual harassment, he attempted to retaliate against her after she stopped the sexual relations with him, defamed her, caused her significant emotional distress, and yet kept his job. Sure. Sure. He did uh, settle that case. For an undisclosed compensation. Wow. I'm telling you, there's all kinds of stuff uh, in in our colleges, as we're seeing revealed in yeah. some of the headlines. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, you go to get an education. Right. You want to study. That's what you're and, supposed and to be doing. You know, learn humanities and all that kind of stuff. And, and some of these classes is where they just pour poison into your young son or daughter's head mm-hmm. and you know keep an eye out for it when they come home at christmas just have some conversations and kind of get a vibe right where they're at yeah and you, you got to be prepared you, you can't just go in there like you know you're like going into a ring with a lion mm-hmm. you know you don't go in unprepared right you were talking um a little bit ago about how they were able to find some folks saying that they didn't think inflation was so bad. Right, yeah. Uh, well, even the young people are crying BS on that. <laughs> Good. Uh, young Americans <laughs> venting their frustrations about inflation, posting a ton of viral TikTok videos, also trying to offer hacks to combat the rising cost of goods. Venting his anger on TikTok, one influencer asked his audience to guess how much he spent on five basic grocery items. He bought Cereal, milk, deodorant, detergent, and a pack of toothbrushes. I, boy, I. I $51.05. I was going to say 35 but that was in the old economy. He said, uh, he said he would have to work a full day to make that small purchase. Wow. If you're making $40,000 a year, $1,000 a month, $1,200 a, $12, a year, like people on Social Security, this is beyond struggling. Oh, sure. Yeah. He said, if you factor in housing costs, car payments, and other necessities, people are having to make really scary decisions. Yep. One woman in a video also discussed her experience. This was at a Target, uh, where she purchased two bottles of hair product, a bottle of shampoo, a bottle of trash bags, and one Halloween decoration. 70 bucks. Wow. She said her son had been shocked by the cost of the tiny grocery bag and noted he doesn't remember a time when Americans could get a two-bedroom apartment in a decent town for $600 a month. That's 2000 now. Yeah. Uh, one influencer said, proof inflation will ruin us all. Yep. So even the young people are like, mm, yeah. I don't think so, Not Bidenomics. So Not today. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning, Jam. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark and Janet. Uh I was, I think that's called Overland College. 
and uh, I don't know anything about it except what you guys read, and I read that somewhere too. Yeah. And I would, hope, and I never heard about the woman who was uh, what you talked about. I hope that I hope she goes after the college because they protected mm-hmm. that. From, mm-hmm. I hope she goes just takes their endowment. Yeah. I don't, and I don't even know. I hope it's a college like Harvard and Yale and UPenn that deserves to have their endowment removed from them. Yeah. But uh, that's just my opinion. Well, and, and not uh, not to mention all, all the Jewish students mm-hmm. yeah. that have been yes. mistreated. Yeah, I hope that class, some type of lawsuits or lawsuits and uh, class action. I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I would love to ha- hit them where it hurts. Yeah, hard. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know, well, and, oh. and and is this John? By the way, it is. Well, I, how do you know? Well, I, I, I recognize your voice. It's been a while since we got to talk, and Janet recognized it as well. But, you know, that's they don't understand until, like, they lost one of the universities, and I think it was the, the UPenn, lost a $100 million donation, had it withdrawn by someone who saw that stupid act that they did up there, you know, in the House, not being able to answer the questions about the atrocities that happened on October 7th. So they understand when those kind of dollars get withdrawn, and then they act. So hit them yeah. where it hurts, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it hurts, but I, it's, my eyes have been wide open, I think, relative to the average person. And uh, this was never a surprise to me. But uh, I'm glad people have their eyes open now, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, slowly but surely. Good call. Thank you, yeah. sir. Your show, your show helps in on this local level waking up people if they would just tune in yeah. and i hope they tune in. thank well, you john we hope they, they we do as well you. merry christmas to you bud yes indeed well, we're gonna go to break it is uh 8 you got some uh, good vibe stories I, i've to... got i've got some uh i've got some fun ones including a donut story really i got you thank you The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 13 days away. Yeah. Families, you will blip, 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 blip. I can't talk today. Well, I can't talk any day. Families will be drawing near and will be eating that lasagna. By the way, my or mother-in-law donuts. just found out on the show that we're having lasagna. She was not aware because the she is the official lasagna maker oh. of, of our little crew. Kind of important. Yeah. It's probably important that she knows this. Maybe. <laughs> Might want to share that with her. I said, talk to your daughter. I don't know. I'm just going to show up with a fork. <laughs> and, yeah. and, well, maybe Which a spoon, is ironic because normally she can tell Mark things and he never remembers it. But if it has to do with food, it's in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. I told you I had a donut story for you. You did. Um, uh, today is uh, Day of the Dozens oh. at Krispy Kreme. No. Yeah. It, uh, it It's held today. Mm-hmm. Customers can get one dozen of original glazed donuts for a okay. dollar with the purchase of any dozen. Okay. 
And they have a new Elf-inspired collection this year in honor of the 20th anniversary of Elf. Okay, yeah. Anyone who orders in-store or in the drive-thru is limited to two redemptions. Okay. Use the code DOZEN when ordering online. Oh. So there you go. If you're lucky enough to have a Krispy Kreme near you, then you should go and take advantage of that. Oh, boy. I'm just finding out we haven't officially decided on lasagna, Mark. Mm-hmm. Quit you talking. Quit talking about it on the air. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it's because I I've said that's our official yeah. thing. Maybe well, that. Well, that I don't know. I mean, you. I don't know. I, I know that it's been kicked around. I mean, I saw the box of lasagna noodles mm-hmm. at the store. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like uh, Mark. Why do you have ricotta in the basket? I don't know. I just thought you might want to make some lasagna. I wasn't really sure. <laughs> well, you can come over to my well, house. Well, there's always the, t- the tour of Italy or show up at Janet's on Christmas Eve. That's one right. Two. One of the two. Right. Yeah, I can bring any leftovers we may have. Okay. So, uh, Home Alone yeah, is the, a very popular Christmas movie. Recorded it just the other day. We're going to watch it this weekend, I think, if we have any time. And we were just talking about inflation and how yes. things have gone up. Right. Uh, an, an online influencer okay, okay. posed the question. Okay, okay. Can I can I interrupt for just a second? Well, you just did. <laughs> so he goes so, yes. shop, he goes shopping in the movie. He does. And and now they've gone shopping to see what it would cost now. Correct. This is I love this. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. So Sorry. could eight year old Kevin McAllister afford groceries in twenty twenty three if mom just left him with a twenty? Oh gosh. A video posted broke down the cost of groceries in 1990 versus 2023, sparking an online conversation about the current price of goods. There you go. The video posted by Jeffrey Lyons has 5.5 million views since it posted last month. Lyons points out that Kevin's grocery bill totaled $20. He estimated that Kevin would spend at least 70 on the same grocery bill wow. if the same items were purchased this year. Mm-hmm. In the end... It showed an increase of 250%. Now, see, that's more accurate when they're saying inflation's only affecting us by right. 3%. That's bonk. Apparently, a $100 bill is the new 20. <laughs> Some of the items that Kevin picks up, in case you don't remember, included a half a gallon of milk, half a gallon of orange juice, a TV dinner, a loaf of Wonder Bread, frozen mac and cheese, liquid detergent, saran wrap, a bag of toy soldiers, Snuggy, Snuggle brand, dryer sheets, and toilet paper. And that would all cost them 70 now. Right. Wow. Yeah. Some are saying it's even more than that. So, uh, it's it's interesting because we have these stories that, that where some people are like, oh, yeah, we just don't, we just don't see, see that it's that bad. Or Most fine. of the surveys are saying... Yeah, we're not keeping pace. We're all. fine because my pension pays me seventy percent of what I made when I earned money. Right. Yes. And some of them are like that. You yeah. Get like fifty to seventy percent of what they earn in their pension, and they could live another thirty years. How is that sustainable? Right. It's exactly. not. Yeah. Uh, interesting though. It was an interesting way to to look at it. What Kevin bought then and what he could buy now. He'd be living on that Wonder Bread and. And a Reese cup. And a water. <laughs> and a water. You get a gallon Tap of water. water. <laughs> a, Re- a Reese cup. And, and you know, maybe some mayonnaise or a small. Maybe a thing of peanut butter. A little well, he'd lane. have to go buy McDonald's and get the free one. 
<laughs> See you tomorrow.